Hey, hello, friends, and welcome to this message, which is specially handpicked to minister to you and to bless you. I am Pastor Lincoln Seranga, senior pastor here at Liberty Christian Fellowship in London. My passion is the pursuit of 100% answered prayer. If that sounds like a good subject to you, why don't you follow me at lincolnseranga.com and also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other social media where you will be able to find other messages as well as find access to short courses, coaching opportunities, and more. God bless you as you listen to this message. God chooses an, a, 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 co- a couple which is not apprenticed, not skilled, and stretches them beyond their ability. Children belong to married couples. This child comes to a betrothed couple. Actually, you follow that. Up to the birth of Christ, they were betrothed. You will see that in the journey going into Bethlehem, that it clearly shows that they were betrothed. Mary somehow in the script knows God is not asking them to do this. She's, God was not speaking about what will happen when she gets married to Joseph. That's why she asks, how will it be seeing I know no man? How, who told her this was supposed to be a virgin birth? The angel does not specify. Have you seen that? Do not be afraid, Mary, for your found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive. It could have been that the angel is talking about a, a few months down the line or whenever they get married and finally are having children. But she zooms in straight and said, how is this going to be? Seeing I know no man. She knew that God was stretching her beyond her capacity. God was wanting her to carry something she could not do humanly. Beyond your capacity. I, I want to predict, and I want you to help me preach to your neighbor. Tell them some things this coming year are going to need you to, to stretch beyond your capacity. Yeah? Yeah. Stretch beyond your capacity. Yeah, you, you will know. You will know. Now, I, I, I am not perhaps very qualified to make a gym, a reference to the gym, but I've been to the gym a few times. And I've made some efforts to, to work out. But if you want to grow any muscle, you need to stretch beyond your capacity. You do not carry what you comfortably carry. You do not repeat only as many times as you are comfortable to repeat an exercise. You go beyond your capacity. Can somebody say beyond my capacity? Yeah? Growth happens when you go beyond your capacity. Increase happens when you are stretched beyond your natural ability. And many times God is waiting for us beyond our capacity. Now somebody here is going to say, I can't do this. Well, that is the boundary from which you now begin to stretch. The limit of your gifts. The limits of your comfort. The limits of your abilities. The limits of nature usually are not a prohibition. They are just a challenge, a daring for you to give more. 
for you to give more. Is anybody hearing me this Christmas morning? God wants you to stretch beyond your capacity. So Jesus was not born in the convenience of human ability. Everybody was stretched. So Mary is stretched. She's not only stretched in being challenged to believe something that has never happened. There was no precedent of a virgin birth. She was stretched socially. She was stretched psychologically. She was stretched emotionally. The relationship was stretched. I mean, Brother Joseph is bailing out. He's trying to get out of this courtship. Because he's stretched beyond his ability. And it takes an angel visiting him to comfort him. And some of us need the ministry of angels about the things God wants us to do. We're going to need comfort from heaven. We're going to need encouragement from friends to say, come on, you can do this. You can do this. But great things only happen when we give that little much more. I don't know who's cutting corners here. But Joe Frazier, one of the big um, um, boxing champions, heavyweight champions of the world. Did Joe Frazier beat Muhammad Ali? I'm trying to remember the history of these guys. I know he was up there. But Joe Frazier said, as a boxer, if you cheat in the wee hours of the morning, as, a, as an athlete, if you cut corners, if you take it easy in the small hours of the night, in the early hours of the morning, when sportsmen jump out of bed before others do, and put on sneakers and jogging bottoms and hit the streets and go to stadiums and begin to punch the air, run, there is no cameras rolling, no crowds cheering. You are stretching yourself beyond your natural abilities. He says, if you're caught cheating there, you'll be found out when the lights come on. Some of you would have heard that quote before. He said, if you cheat in the dark hours of the night, you'll be found out when the lights come on. And I feel that many times in life we are cheating. We are cheating ourselves. We are staying within comfort zone. And so 2020 for myself, I am stretching. I'm ready to stretch. I'm going to look at what I naturally want to do. I'm going to find what I naturally avoid. And I'm going to stretch myself. Because God seems to wait for us in those areas where we stretch. And go a little further. So Mary is stretched. Not just in her mind, but her body is stretched. You remember that at this time, as God would have it, the prophecies clearly said Jesus will be born in Bethlehem. And these people are not in Bethlehem. And so a decree goes forth by the governor, Quirinius, that everybody must return <laughs> to their place of birth. And that means Mary and Joseph have to trek do you know how far it was? 90 kilometers from where they started to Bethlehem. 90. Now, I, I forgot to Google this. Where is 90 kilometers from London? Give me an example, somebody. Some of you are drivers. How far is it to Birmingham? About 100. About 100 something to Birmingham. 
to where? Ashford and back. Can you imagine doing that journey on horse, on a donkey, donkey back, with a pregnancy which is about to come? It's, it's, it's not luxury travel. It's not Uber. It's not anything we can imagine. This is donkey travel. Mary was stretched. And there are ladies here who have carried a baby. And some of us have lived with women carrying babies. It is not funny in those final few months. And she had to be on donkey back 90 miles. Yeah. So today we can sing Christmas songs and sing about Mary and uh, it all gets romantic and we have these uh, um, nativity scenes and Mary comes and everything looks nice. But the story was, is, uh, was written by stretched people. Now ask your neighbor, are you ready to be stretched? Are you willing to be stretched? Are you willing to be stretched? Because let me tell you, the pursuit of your destiny is going to stretch you. You're going to need to stretch in your career development. You're going to stretch academically. My young people here who are in school and college, you're going to have to stretch. You can't keep jumping courses. You've got to stay in one and stretch. You stretch until it hurts. Yeah, you've got to stretch until it hurts. I told you I struggled to get to university because I couldn't, I couldn't knock physics. Physics was my problem. I wanted biology and chemistry, and I got physics as a bonus. That's how the Ugandan system worked. If you wanted biology and chemistry, you got physics as part of the package. And then they gave you maths as if it wasn't enough. And there I was standing in front of the, the board where our results would be displayed. Nothing discreet, like some of you get it discreetly here. You stand and you follow your name to find what you did. And everybody is reading your name as well and finding out where you are dodging. And I've been dodging physics. It caught up with me at results level. I had to re repeat my Essex. I had to repeat Essex. I went to my headmaster and said, I need to do this again. He told him, I don't want losers in my school. I told him, I'm not a loser. He says, well, you look like one. And I went with the, my other friend who was a big, had a bigger mouth than myself. And so together we bargained and he told him, only you two I'm going to give because you had the guts to come into my office. But he says, you are not going to put a bad name to my school as if it had a good name anyway for starts. So, so we did S6 again. You should have seen me. That Abbott, that book called Abbott, a physics book, became my friend. Not by choice. I had to stretch. Somebody says stretch. Yeah? Yeah. I had to put that Abbott here. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Abbott was my friend. I had to stretch myself, stretch my capacity, stretch my reading until physics submitted and said, okay then. <laughs> Anybody hearing me? Something is trying to bully you in your own life. Something is trying to bully you and you're going to have to put in some work. You're going to have to stretch. 
The Christmas story is written by stretched men, stretched women, stretched by age, stretched by scenarios, stretched by abilities. So, here we go. Stretch, 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 stretch. Stretch, stretch. Because comfort never produces greatness. Convenience never gives you great results. All of us are hungry for something bigger than where we are. So who am I picking on next to come and read for me? <laughs> if he didn't have a, a child sleeping on his chest, I would have got him right here. Ken, you have survived. You have escaped. Miriam, come. Yeah? You can get the child. <laughs> Miriam, come and read this. So, Zacharias and Elizabeth were stretched. Mary and Joseph were stretched. Let us read Luke chapter 2 and verse... Let's start from verse 4. Luke chapter 2 and verse 4. I hope that is right. Waiting for projection to confirm. Uh, whatever you have anyway. Let's read it here. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house of of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary his betrothed wife who was the, who was with child so it was that while they were there the days were completed for her to be delivered and she brought forth her first child, her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Thank you so much. Ah, the others were not clapped for this. So what did she do? <laughs> did you saw? Did you see that betrothed wife? Betrothed wife. It's a contradiction. Betrothed is promised to marry. And then wife. Because for the Jews, once you were betrothed, that was it. There was no turning back. You don't go around playing Russian roulette with each other. There were no boyfriends and girlfriends in the Jewish custom. You are either going for this thing or you wait. Hello? No, no one's going to give me an amen on that one. There were no games. There were no social things. There were no entertainment relationships here. There was either in, it was either platonic, pre-courtship, courtship, marriage. So once you enter pre-courtship, parents get involved. Parents get involved. What's going on? And everything is handed to them. So she's betrothed, yet she is committed Literally, for the Jews to end a courtship, the whole village had to get involved. The whole village. Okay, let's continue. Here, one simple sentence. She brought forth her firstborn, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room in the inn. So there's no room in the inn, and so they end up in a stable. Manger, the manger, a manger was a feeding trough for horses and cows. 
Yeah? So this child is placed in a manger, an improvised container, an improvised bed. Because the inn is full, and the thought is that the innkeeper, because people are pouring in to be registered, and uh, I'm sure you've come, have you ever tried to get accommodation in a place where the conf a conference has moved in and every place is taken? Every hotel you get to, no vacancies. Every hotel, no vacancies, no vacancies, no vacancies, no vacancies. So Mary and Joseph go to the innkeeper, apparently, and we don't know whether it was their suggestion or the innkeeper's ingenuity, but he offers them the stable. Takes them back house. Because the inn was full, there was no more capacity. If the innkeeper, and I don't know how many inns there were in Bethlehem, had said, no vacancies, don't bother me, get out of here, if you know what I mean, when people are stretched. Because when your hotel is full, you are stretched. There is people everywhere, stuff is going on, there are babies, there was confusion, irritability was a high. And sometimes we feel, I have done my part, that's it. Everybody leave me alone. I am stretched to the capacity, I have no more. The innkeeper went beyond his capacity and did something he has never done before. And he opens his stable and creates accommodation for this young couple. I want you to follow this. Now, every year, we sing of a stable, we sing of a manger, <laughs> because somebody went beyond his capacity to host the most important event in history. He went beyond his comfort zone. He added to his troubles. The inn was full. There was enough work already. But he added to his work because he stretched his capacity. Suddenly, this little inn, whatever it was called, I wish they had given us a few more details. This inn becomes the center, the center focus of both heaven and earth. I would even dare say hell. Because suddenly... When this baby is born in a manger, angels show up and begin to sing. As I normally put it, they release a single that day. Eh? Angels release a single. And they're all singing and pointing to the man's inn. There, where somebody stretched, where somebody went beyond their capacity. Somebody went beyond their ability. That is where God is at work. So angels are singing. Shepherds are interrupted. Huh? A star is moving. Now, imagine with me the innkeeper that night. After he has stretched and said, oh my God, let me stretch. And, and I don't even know how he checked them into the stable. But he's just trying to get his breath back. Then on the door. He opens and there are shepherds with eyes as big as golf balls. Hmm? Saying, we are, we are looking for the king. Which one? Where? How many were the shepherds? Twenty? We don't know how many there were. But this whole group of men have arrived 
and they are adding to his issues. They want to see the Savior. As if it's not enough. A star is lighting up his whole compound. <laughs> are you hearing me, God's people? When we stretch, we attract traffic. People come. God comes. Miracles come. Great things begin to happen. I must stop preaching. I'm getting excited here. <laughs> are you ready to stretch? Someone here needs to stretch. Somebody here needs to stretch. Stretch your, your, your passion. Stretch your desires. Stretch your dreams. Last night we were watching again my favorite movie in a long time. The Greatest Showman. Who has not watched The Greatest Showman? Give me a wave. You haven't watched The Greatest Showman. It is an atrocity. You may not make it to heaven. If you don't watch The Greatest Showman. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful movie. It's about dreaming. It's about dreaming. And having vision. Stretching yourself and your, your, your dreams to another level. This Christmas, go get The Greatest Showman. It's there on, on Amazon, if you are on Amazon. It will cost you a few pennies. But for me, it's a, a movie I want to watch. I've watched it, I think, uh, already three times. And I want to watch it again. Because it's about dreaming. Going beyond your capacity. Amen? Okay, I need to close this. Because we promised each other half past. Who shall I pick on? Leah, you're looking at me like, come. After all, you're a preacher's kid. <laughs> we need the glasses, yeah? I don't even know where this is. I didn't write it down. Um, okay. It's all written down there, so. Just that bit there. This bit? Yeah. Now... There were in the same country shepherds living out in the field, mm -hmm. keeping watch over their flocks by night. Mm -hmm. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Be, behold, do, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy with which will be to all people. For there, there is born to you this day the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will, feel, you will find, a, you'll find a, ba a babe wrapped in swaddling cloth lying in the manger. And suddenly there was the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So it was then the angels had gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let us, know to, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing. <laughs> and, and that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Thank you. 
Amen. Give it up for Leah. Okay, this is the last one. Everybody's being stretched. Shepherds, touch them uh, in the last comment. Shepherds were watching their flock by night. They were not watching Netflix or Amazon. They were on duty. In these days, sheep must be watched like this in the night because thieves come, wolves come, all kinds of issues. You must watch your investment all night. Shift. They are working. The work of a shepherd was tough, especially if they are under shepherds, because in the morning the boss comes, he wants to know, are my sheep intact? Did you lose any? So you have to watch it. It's a stewardship thing. Suddenly, an angel is standing there and is drawing their attention. Now they have to divide attention between the angel and the sheep. You know when you split your eyes, one is here and the other is there. They are stretched beyond their capacity because on top of watching sheep, now they must steward a message. And then they are told to go. They are actually told to go and see this thing that has happened. And as you saw, he said, you will, the angel tell him, you will find a baby. It's not about options. You have got to go and see this thing that has happened. So, I don't know what happened there. I don't know how they mobilized themselves. But the sheep have to be safe, but they also have to be part of history. Now, I don't know who here works until you feel like you don't have any more time left for God. But somehow, in 2020, you are going to apportion time for your work and for the things God wants you to see. You're going to need to make time to keep an eye on what you do and also do business for God. Stretched. Stretched because it seems everybody was busy. Everybody had something to do. In fact, sir, it is said that if you want something well done, give it to someone who's busy. <laughs> so, our busyness cannot be an excuse. Because Christ, the Christmas story shows us God calls busy people to add to their routine. Because somebody has to be part of the story that God is writing. So, Zacharias and Elizabeth were stretched. Joseph and Mary were stretched. Who else was stretched? The innkeeper was stretched. And the shepherds were stretched. If you really want continuing rest story, the story of the scriptures is stretched people. People have to stretch. Everybody has to stretch to make anything happen in life. Go try being a, a anything. It starts from being a student. No, it starts from being a baby. It starts from being a baby. Everything is stretched. A kid who just sits, lies on their back and will go nowhere. Kids stretch. Then they want to sit. Have you tried seeing a child who wants to stand? A child who wants to walk? Stretch! I need to do something I didn't do yesterday, can't do, couldn't do yesterday. I need to do something more. I need to acquire a new ability. I need to go to fresh territory. I need to attempt something new. So as a child, you stretch. 
What you see here is successful stretching. I stretched until I could walk, stretched until I could eat, stretched until I could marry, stretched until I could preach, stretched until I... Everything is a stretch. You understand? To stretch until you can drive. Some of you are avoiding driving. Tell your neighbor you're a driver. Unless they are below age. Uh, me, I'm driven. I, I'm just driven. No, no, no. You've got to stretch until you can drive. Stretch. Stretch until you can move your career forward. The whole thing is about stretch. So, Father, we ask you to stretch us. We ask you to stretch us because so much of what you are for us, what you've ordained for us, is within the stretch zone. Help us this Christmas to become stretchers. That we may step beyond our natural ability and do great things for your glory. And God's people said, Amen.